to DCS Talks, a podcast production of the Tennessee Department of Children's Services. The intention of DCS Talks is to promote dialogue among child welfare professionals, foster parents, and the entire community about ways to prevent child abuse and neglect. My name's Amanda Law. I'm a coach and trainer for the Office of Training and Professional Development, and today I want to talk with you all about goal setting. At the start of a new year, many people choose to make resolutions or goals to try to achieve. How many people end up achieving those goals, and how can you increase your chances? Let's first look at a study on New Year's resolutions from the Statistic Brain Research Institute in December 2018. Statistic Brain found that just 8% of people achieve their New Year's goals, which means that 92% of people fail at their New Year's goals. They also found that 45% of Americans usually set a New Year's resolution, while 17% make goals infrequently, and 38% of Americans never make any goals at all. Of those who do set goals for the new year, 75% of people kept their goal for at least one week, 71% of people kept their goal for more than two weeks, 64% of people kept their goal for more than one month, and 46% of people kept their goal for more than six months. Some of these statistics may seem bleak, but could it be that it's not the desire to keep goals, but the way that they are set that leads to failure? Let's talk about why we should set goals and how to set goals in a way that is most likely to lead to success. According to a study by Locke and Lathan in 2006, setting goals is linked to higher motivation, higher self-esteem, higher self-confidence, and higher levels of autonomy. Setting goals can also increase our learning rates. In John Hattie's book, Visible Learning and the Science of How We Learn, a study showed that students learned up to 250% faster when challenging goals were set for them when compared to children who were simply told to do their best. Locke and Lathan also found in another study that accomplishing goals can lead to satisfaction and further motivation, which in turn increases performance. All of these positive effects of goal setting are great, so if we want to feel them, it's important to set good goals. The best way to have success in setting goals is to set goals that are SMARTER. SMARTER is a mnemonic acronym, and each letter has a meaning that will lead to a more successful goal. S stands for specific. The more specific you are, the better. Instead of saying you want to exercise more, say how many minutes you want to exercise for in a given time period, or set a goal for how fast you want to be able to run a mile. When we set goals that are not specific, it's easy for us to convince ourselves that we have already achieved them after making little or no change. Specificity helps us to hold ourselves accountable. M stands for measurable. Make sure that the goal you set has objective measures so that completion of the goals can be easily evaluated. If you say that you want to save enough money for a trip, calculate what that trip will cost and set the goal for the exact amount. Otherwise, it's easy to stop early and say to ourselves that this is enough for a trip somewhere. When our goals are measurable, it's easy to know when we have achieved success. A stands for attainable. You want to stretch and challenge yourself, but be sure that your goal is realistically achievable. If your goal is to learn to build something with your hands, you may want to start by learning how to build a table or a dresser, not a functional spaceship. Stretching and challenging ourselves is encouraged, but be sure not to set yourself up for failure. The first R stands for relevant. This means being able to answer why this goal is important to you. You want to ensure that you have motivation. Is this goal going to benefit your career, your health, your well-being? Make sure that the goal has meaning to you so that you can be sure that you will be able to maintain the motivation to reach your goal. T stands for time relevant. 
The goal must have a start and end identified from the beginning. If you want to learn a new language, give yourself an end time. You may want to say, by this time, two months from today, I want to be able to have a conversational exchange in French with a waiter or waitress at a restaurant. Make sure to take note of the exact date two months from now and keep an eye on that time. A study by Locke and Lathan supports the need for time. Their study found that deadlines help improve the effectiveness of a goal. E stands for evaluate. Make sure to set specific times to check in with progress towards your goals. Every day would be ideal, but depending on the goal, less frequent check-ins may be more suited. Take the time to revisit your goals. See where you have come and how far you have to go in comparison to the time you have given yourself. This gives you a chance to be realistic with yourself about progress, identify any barriers, and recenter your focus on your goals. The second R stands for readjust. Readjust does not mean lowering, changing, or abandoning your overall goal. Readjust does mean asking yourself, if you keep encountering the same barrier, is there another approach you can take? You may want to reach out to others and see if anyone has ideas for novel ways for you to approach a barrier. This goes hand in hand with evaluate, because if you are not evaluating your progress to identify barriers, you're unlikely to adjust to achieve your goals. So remember to keep your goals smarter, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time relevant, evaluate, and readjust. So finally, once you have a smarter goal, now what should you do with it? First, it's important that once you have your goal, you write your goals down. A 2015 study by Gail Matthews found that when people wrote down their goals, they were 33% more successful in achieving their goals than people who did not. Find some place to put pen to paper for your goals. It can also help to keep the written goals in a place where you will regularly see them, as this will help you to evaluate your goals and readjust. Feel free to get creative and add visual cues to help increase your motivation, but make sure that your entire smarter goal is also written out. Next, it can help to find a partner in accountability. Research has taught us that when we have a friend or peer to check in with and report our goals to, we are more likely to be successful in achieving those goals. The same 2015 study by Gail Matthews found that when individuals were asked to report their goals in writing to a peer, those individuals had more success in achieving those goals. That success rate was even higher in instances where individuals were also asked to report their weekly progress on those goals to their peer. This heightened success again highlights the need to evaluate your goals. Reporting to a peer helps you to stay aware of your progress towards your goals. Now, once you have your smarter goals written down and a friend or peer to report to, you're ready to achieve your goals. My challenge to you is to write down at least one smarter goal to work towards over the next year. Thank you for joining us today and learning more about goal setting. 